Welcome to Conscious Being Conscious Living podcast. I'm Eva Pandit and I invite you to explore a different way of being and creating in the world. Welcome to Conscious Being Conscious Living, the exploration with your host Eva Pandit. Today we're talking about and exploring the topic of war and I'm just a tad bit might I say nervous to look into this and I have no idea why I wonder how many people's reality I might have tapped into but I really wanted to um talk about what's going on in the world and from a different point of view that I'm aware of so uh for those of you who are watching this listening to this in the future we're in the time in the world where you know the whole situation between russia and ukraine is going on and there's a war a probability of war and a lot of unrest around all that and so whenever there are times like this it often pulls me in to look at everything in my life from a very different place you know to really look at what's the point of anything for that matter what are we doing what are we creating what am i doing what is the kind of world i'd like to see and how can i truly contribute towards that i mean yes of course there are ways in which you can support the people who are you know at the effect quote unquote of the war or basically who are the victims of the war the people who are displaced with the war and things like that and this is not to undermine any of that there is space for everything and yes please like you know if the energy you'd like your life to be includes you know contributing more towards that please yes of course i mean i do what i'm looking at today however is a different point of view on that and looking at it from inside out so one of the funniest things for example one of the most uh kind of i think it's called an oxymoron way of looking at things could be where you might have heard it when people are fighting for peace and it has never you know from a very young age i've i've heard that you know i'm fighting for peace and it never made sense because it'd be like what fight and peace in the same sentence how does that work how are you fighting for peace so like that that's nothing to do with current situations but like i've i've noticed growing up all the time how many times we don't recognize this but our intentions are correct what is how we're approaching it contributing to what shows up in the world so for a second here i invite you guys to zoom out expand out a little bit expand your energy out into the four corners of the room you're in further into the city you you live in further into the country and expand out further to include the entire planet and keep expanding don't think about it cuz when you think about it you stop that expansion it just is the moment you ask you start expanding so just expand your awareness out further into the universe and more and how far into the universe can you go and notice if it creates more space in your world and from this space let's look at what else is possible 
So I remember that um, not too long ago, I had a conversation with my mom around a topic that was a very heated, like she had some really uh, strong points of view on. And they were around, you know, her way of looking at something that she thinks creates more unrest in the world. And she was so passionate about it. And, you know, there's a lot of caring underneath that, a lot of great, you know, great intentions underneath that. But the energy with which she was talking about it was actually a lot of anger, rage, fury, and hate. So a lot of times what we do not get is that that which you're being is a drop of contribution of energy you bring in the world. So if you're talking about if what you'd like to see more of in the world is, let's say, peace and space and expansion and communion, any time that you are going to anger, rage, fury, hate, any of those emotions, any time there is that dense point of view, you're actually not being what you'd like to say more of. And very non-linearly and very non-cognitively actually contributing more to that which you do not wish to see. So in a time like war or anything intense in the world or in your life for that matter, it can be so easy. First of all, I'm going to take one step back and ask you to look at how aware are you that you haven't acknowledged? Are you tapped into other people's reality of what's going on, like what their points of views are? I know a lot of times we call it being an empath. A lot of times, you know, we say we're highly sensitive people, but truly at the base of it, what is going on? How aware are you? How much are you tapped into other people's universes and how much how aware are you of what's going on for them what's their point of view what's their energy their emotions their way of looking at things so it becomes so important to literally pull yourself out and expand out a little bit and really look at how many people's universe am i tapped into and it can be like a vulnerable conversation with yourself Because when you really start getting how aware you are, it can be mind-blowing because it literally blows your mind. Your mind cannot compute it. Your awareness, your knowing is very different than your mind and thinking, you know? So what I'm inviting you in this exploration is into that space of awareness and knowing and being where you're being present with the energy of what's going on and the energy of what what's coming up for you and the energy of what would you like energetically to see more of in the world if you didn't even have to define it if you didn't even have to confine it what is the kind of world that you wish to see what's the energy of that how does your body show up how does your body feel Living in the kind of world you know is possible. What is that possibility like? Because the tricky thing about events and circumstances, it could be, you know, events in the world. It could be events in your life. It could be events that are emotional for you. The tricky thing about it is that 
they're very dense. Like you can feel it. What I'd like to highlight here is that that which is light, that which is expansive is what's true for you. Like you are communicating in energy all the time. That's a language you were born knowing, right? Before words, it's energy that speaks to you. So, and energetically, you, you know, your choice of just being here on planet, have a gift of a navigating system, which actually works through your awareness of energy, awareness of that, that, which is light, that which is expansive, that which opens up your space is your reality. And anything that's heavy, dense, contractive is not. That's just your awareness of something else. So this is actually a tool in access consciousness, light and heavy, wherein we invite you to look at that that which is light is what's true for you. That which is heavy is a lie. It's not true for you. And so let's just play with that for a second. And notice even when I say that, does that bring up a sense of space in your world? So let's just play with that, right? So when there is something dense that shows up in your life or in the world, what is the energy of that? Is it a lot of lightness and space and expansiveness? Or is it contractive and dense and heavy? And I'm, I'm really going to ask you to get super nitty-gritty here, you know, and if you're not a fan of that, I'm sorry, we're going there. Because it's in those nitty-gritties, it's in those subtleties of energy that the magic of living is. So just play with me for a second here and look at anything in your life that's not working. Anything that you see in the world that doesn't match the energy you would like to see more of. Just notice how much of that is light and expansive and how much of that is plain contractive, dense and heavy and literally contracts your space. So if you were to take just that piece of information and pair it up with the awareness that that which is light is what's true for you. That which is heavy is a lie. Just for a second, like, just imagine this crazy girl over here, what she's saying maybe is correct. Then how much of that which is showing up is not even your reality? It's not even true for you. And not to deny that it's not going on. It's not like turning a blind eye. But it's about really, instead of engaging with things cognitively, inviting yourself to get present at the energy level of it. So energetically speaking, is the reality of war or conflict. It could be in the world. It could be the war within. You know, all the ways in which you judge yourself and all of those conflictual universes of, I want to, but I don't want to. I feel like uh, I have to, but I don't feel like it. Any of those conflictual universes that kind of creates a war within you or any of the conflictual points of views in terms of logically it makes sense, you know, it's dense and heavy, but it feels very right, but it's not congruent with the energy that's true for you, which is lightness and space and expansion. So even if it is just that war of polarity between right and wrong, good and bad, that you Impose on yourself a buy-in as real and true or the war that anybody else is having in the world, whatever that energy is, just look at that. Is that light or is that heavy? 
And so if it's heavy, it's not true for you. It's not your reality. The tricky part in times and spaces in your life where things are dense and heavy can be that because they're dense and heavy, we assume they are more real and more true. Whereas if you were to just go by that one tool, light and heavy, that what's light is what's true for you, what's heavy is a lie, then that in itself says that lightness is what's your truth. And notice if that opens up your space and energy when you hear that, when I say that, when you perceive that. Right? So the tricky part in times like this could be, and your greatest liberation, you know, literally source of freedom, actually not source, source, you are the source, but your greatest acknowledgement that leads to a lot of openness and space for you could be just that first thing to acknowledge cool no matter how heavy this is it's not real it's not true because it's in that acknowledgement then you can start asking a different question and start looking from a different place at whatever it is going on so once you acknowledge it's heavy for you you cannot ask what's my reality here what's true for me what is the kind of world I would like to see? Like how much of our lives do we spend in trying to avoid or resist that which we do not wish to have? Like how clear are you about what you do not want to have? And that's great. That's part of the picture. That's information for you. You know, when something shows up and it, it's like clunky, you're like, oh, not that. That's the beginning. It starts there. So awesome. And like I said, that's the beginning. What's after that beginning is an exploration, is a different way of being, is an engagement with what is real for me, what is true for me. Just look at it. Look at the energy of peace. Just tap into that, however it is for you. What's it, what is it like to be peaceful? Does it really, quote-unquote, feel like anything or does the space of peace actually has little to none feelings in it and it's a space of being and so just because it's spacious and it's not dense enough does that make it less real or does it require of you to strengthen a different muscle of engagement with possibilities with that which you know is possible and cultivate trust in you with that just because it's light and spacious in itself means it doesn't feel like anything you know air is spacious does it feel like anything do you feel air you do feel wind when there's an intensity of that air that blows across your face but do you feel air does that mean air does not exist like fucking, it lifts an airplane, a fleet of them. So notice in your world where you might have made more real that which is more dense, appears to be more solid and can be seen or is validated more or more people are choosing it. Just because more people are choosing it, does that make it more real and true? And anywhere you might have misidentified, misapplied that to be your reality, or that to be the only choice you have available, 
will you please let go of that? All those considerations, all of those judgments, all of those decisions and conclusions, would you be willing to let go of that? Like in access consciousness, we would say, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate all that? Thank you. Because you've got to recognize and acknowledge how you are an infinite being. An infinite being is infinitely aware. An infinite being is infinitely perceiving what's going on. Anytime you start aligning and agreeing with your awareness or resisting and reacting to it, so both, same two sides of the same coin, when you align and agree with something, when you resist and react to something, it sticks you. Because when you don't align and agree with it or resist and react to it, but you're willing to be the space of you, be the space that feels like nothing, but is what's your reality, is what, I mean, is that what you've been looking for all your life? The space, the peace, the ease, the joy of being? So where in your world will you have to? And I don't use that word have to very often because truth be told, you don't have to anything. But in if you if if your reality, the reality of ease, joy, glory, the reality of expansiveness and lightness is something that you would like to have in your life, where in your world will you have to strengthen your own muscles of presence with those subtle energies? Because so much in our reality, so much in the world validates that it is right to be angry. It is right to be furious. It is right to hate the war. But in that anger, in that fury, in that hatred, unknowingly, you're contributing to more of that. Would you like to see more angry world? Or would you like to see more peaceful world? And so what choice can you be in your life? Where can you invite that peace in your everyday living? So ending the war within. Whenever I look at things that are going on in the world that aren't the energy I'd like my life to be, I like to go inside with that question. And that's where I invite you to, to go into. And don't take me wrong. I'm not perfect at it. So many times in my life, I've given up that space of expansion in favor of wanting to fit in, wanting to have a dialogue, wanting to contribute to a dialogue that is already dense, like a conversation that's already dense. You know how when people are talking about these topics, the level of rightness in their universe, as if that's going to create some change. Like really, if talking about things and really talking about some points of views uh, that you think are the better way of being that would create a solution in the world would or were to change the world, they wouldn't they already have? How many people already know the right answer? Answers do not change the world. Questions do. Answers always confine and limit and contract into one right thing. Questions, on the other hand, always expand. And true question is not the same thing as looking for an answer, even though it's a long entrainment and I get it. From the time we were very young, anytime we were asked a question, we were never really asked a question. We were asked for an answer. 
But what I'm inviting you and what actually the tools, facts, this consciousness invite you to look at is that being a question is different. Asking a question is an energy of curiosity, an energy of wonder, an energy of play and exploration of possibilities with possibilities. So, my friends, that's my invitation for you today. If what's going on in the world or anything going on in your life is unsettling you, if you would like to end the wars that are going on on our planet, what if you demanded of you to end the war within you? And there's so many ways in which you can choose that. There's so many tools available in the world to help you with that. Meditation is one of them. Definitely, like, you know, body move, like your body is such a great facilitator of that. But can I tell you one thing? And this could be totally biased, so you can dismiss me, no problem. I personally have not found anything that works the way the tools of access consciousness do. Access has helped me personally transform my reality. Like, and I don't say that lightly. They have saved my life. They've transformed my reality. Because these access consciousness is this weird modality that doesn't tell you anything, most of it. You know, it does give some of the information. For example, okay, I'm, I didn't realize that I'm going to go here, but apparently we are going here. You know, we talked about anger, rage, fury, hate. These four things, along with 20 others, which includes fear, which includes doubt, all of these energies are distractor implants. They're basically distractors in your life that keep you from being what you would like to be. So in Access, they do give you some information around that, but it always goes from that place of, check it for yourself. Is it light? Because what's light for you is what's true for you. You don't have to believe in anything. You don't have to, you know, trust anyone but you. Because you know what's real for you. You know what's true for you. You know what is the kind of world you would wish to see. Only you know the possibilities you're aware of. Nobody else. And just because nobody else can see it doesn't mean that it's not possible. It just means it's a possibility waiting to be explored. So if you guys are interested in a different way of being and creating and living, I highly encourage you to check out Access Consciousness, read some of their books, go join some of their classes to literally see how you can apply these tools in your life. And like I'm doing a foundation class next week and people are doing foundation class all over the, the world, all of the time. And so if you're listening to this in the future, I really encourage you to go check this stuff out. Check out, grab a book, read a blog, do something. But what would it be like if you committed to you and committed to finding your reality and what's true for you? Would the war that's going on in your world within you exist? And when you show up as that different space, wherein you're not fighting with yourself or with any other. That, my friend, is you being a drop in the ocean. The drop then itself creates the ocean. 
So you could listen to this and toss it off as a good idea and a good ideology, or you could listen to this and really look at how does this apply. And that's the invitation of consciousness, wherein a space wherein everything is included, nothing is judged, and you have infinite choice. The question is, what would you like to choose? What would you like to create? So, well, I hope this gets you looking at things in a different way or gives you a different perspective. And if you do, please like, comment, subscribe, all of those things that I <laughs> always forget to mention. But thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for your willingness to even just be a part of this exploration and listen to it. I truly wonder what else is possible. What's your reality and where will you find it? I'll see you again next week with another topic, another exploration. In the meantime, have a wonderful, glorious, amazing, and happy week. Thank you for listening to this show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review on the platform you're listening on and share this with somebody you know who might be looking for something different in their life. To join me in the free Conscious Being Conscious Living Club and receive your welcome gift, you can go to avapundit.com forward slash club. And to learn more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can visit accessconsciousness.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast.